Thank you, Heavenly Father. Give us direction and prayer today, Lord God, to do your bidding, Lord. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Father God, that we can enter through Jesus Christ. Lord, today, February 13th, Lord, and enjoy pasture, Lord. Thank you for the word that we munch on this morning. Lord, let it carry us through the day. And Lord, we just give you today our actions, our thoughts. Lord, our mighty, our strength, Lord, we give it over to you, Lord. We surrender all our debt, all our, po- all our poverty, Lord God, all our everything we surrender, all our plans, Lord, everything to you, Lord. We just come to you, Lord, completely surrender, Lord. And we wait upon you, Lord. And we're brave not to fester, Lord, or to worry, but just to wait upon you, Lord God. In this day, in this hour, we just wait in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen Thank you. And today's reading is Exodus 35.10 to 36.38, please. Anna's going to read for us, looks like it. Yeah. Come all of you who are gifted craftsmen, construct everything that the Lord has commanded. The tabernacle and its sacred tent, its covering, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases. The ark and its carrying poles. The arks cover the place of atonement, the inner curtain to shield the ark, the table, its carrying poles, and all its utensils, the bread of the presence for light, the lampstand, its accessories, the lamp cups, and the olive oil for lighting. The incense altar and its carrying poles, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, the curtain for the entrance of the tabernacle, the art of burnt offering, the bronze grating of the altar and its carrying poles and utensils, the wash basin with its stand, the curtains for the walls of the courtyard, the posts and their bases, the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the tent pegs of the tabernacle and courtyard and their ropes, the beautifully stitched garments for the priest to wear while ministering in the holy place, the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons to wear as they minister as priests. So the whole community of Israel left Moses and returned to their tents. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all their all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals, and for the sacred garments. Both men and women came, all whose hearts were willing. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold brooches, earrings, rings from their fingers, and necklaces. They presented gold objects of every kind as a special offering to the Lord. All those who owned the following items willingly brought them blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat hair for cloth, and tanned ram skins and fine goat skin leather. And all who had silver and bronze objects gave them as a sacred offering to the Lord. And those who had acacia wood brought it for the use of this project, in this project. All the women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. All the women who were willing used their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. 
The leaders brought onyx stones and the special gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chest piece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light. the anointing oil and the fragrance incense. So the people of Israel, every man and woman who has eager who was eager to help in the work of the Lord, had given them through Moses, brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. Then Moses told the people of Israel, The Lord has specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, and the tribe of Judah. The Lord has filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. And the Lord has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahishma, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach their skills to others. The Lord has given them special skills as engravers, designers, embroiders in blue, purple, and scarlet thread on fine linen. Cloth and weaves, weavers, they excel as craft, craftsmen, as designers. The Lord has gifted, gifted Beazel, Oholiab, and the other skilled craftsmen with wisdom and ability to perform any task involved in building the sanctuary. Let them construct and furnish the tabernacle just as the Lord has commanded. So Moses summoned Bezael and Oholiab and all the others who were specially gifted by the Lord and were eager to get to work. Moses gave them the materials donated by the people of Israel as sacred offerings for the completion of the sanctuary, but the people continued to bring additional gifts each morning. Finally, the craftsmen who were working on the sanctuary left their work. They went to Moses and reported, The people have given more than enough materials to complete the job the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave the command and his message was sent throughout the camp. Men and women don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. So the people stopped bringing their special sacred offerings. Their contributions were more than enough to complete the whole project. The skills craftsmen made ten curtains of finely woven linen for the tabernacle. Then Bezael decorated the curtains with blue, purple, and scarlet thread and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. All ten curtains were exactly the same size, 42 feet long and 6 feet wide. Five of these curtains were joined together to make one long curtain, and the other five were joined to make a second long curtain. He made 50 loops of blue yarn and put them along the edge of the last curtain in each set. The 50 loops along the edge of one curtain marched the 50 loops along the edge of the other curtain. Then he made 50 gold clasps and fastened the long curtains together. With the claps in this way, the tabernacle was made of one continuous piece. He made 11 curtains of goat hair 
cloth to serve as a tent covering for the tabernacle. These 11 curtains were all exactly the same size, 45 feet long and 6 feet wide. Bezael joined five of these curtains together to make one long curtain and the other six were joined to make a second long curtain. He made 50 troops for the edge of each large curtain. He also made 50 bronze clasps to fasten the long curtains together. In this way the tent covering was made of one continuous piece. He completed the tent covering with a layer of tanned ram skins and a layer of fine goat, goat skin leather. From the framework of the tabernacle, Beziel constructed frames of acacia wood. Each frame was 15 feet high and 27 inches wide, with two, pages, with two pegs under each frame. All the frames were identical. He made 20 of these frames to support the curtains on the south side of the tabernacle. He also made 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame. With the pegs fitting securely into the bases, for the north side of the tabernacle he made another 20 frames. With their 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame, he made six frames for the rear. The west side of the tabernacle along with two additional frames to reinforce the rear corners of the tabernacle. These corner frames were, um, were matched at the bottom and firmly attached to the top with a single ring, forming a single corner unit. Both of these corner units were made the same way, so there were eight frames at the rear of the tabernacle set in 16 silver bases, two bases under each frame. Then he made crossbars of acacia wood to link the frames, five crossbars for the north side of the tabernacle and five for the south side. He also made five crossbars for the rear of the tabernacle, which faced west. He made the middle crossbar to attach half, halfway up the frames it ran all the way from one end of the tabernacle to the other. He overlaid the frames with gold and made gold rings to hold the gold or to hold the crossbars. Then he overlaid the crossbars with gold as well. For the inside of the tabernacle, Bezael made a special curtain of finely woven, finely woven linen. He decorated it with blue, purple, and scarlet thread and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. For the curtain, he made four posts of acacia wood and four gold hooks. He overlaid the posts with gold and set them in four silver bases. Then he made another curtain for the entrance to the sacred tent. He made it of finely woven linen and embroidered it with exquisite designs using blue, purple, and scarlet thread. This curtain was hung on gold hooks attached to five posts. The posts with their decorated tops and hooks were overlaid with gold, and the five bases were cast from bronze. Amen. Matthew 27, verses 32 to 66. Along the way they came across a man named Simon, Cyrene, who was from Cyrene, and the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. 
And they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave him wine mixed with bitter gale, but when he had tasted it, he refused to drink it. After they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing the dice. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right hand and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, if you are the Son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed. But he can't save himself, so he is the king of Israel, is he? Question mark. Let him come down from the cross right now, and we will believe in him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Even the revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridicule him in the same way. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until 3 o'clock. At about 3 o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, Lema Sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, Wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, the tombs opened, the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. <laughs> the Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said this man truly was the Son of God. And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the son of Zebedee. As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea, who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb 
which he had been carved out out of the rock. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across from the tomb and watching. The next day on the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, Sir, we remember that the deceiver once said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, Take guards and secure it the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Mm-hmm. Praying the Psalms. Listen to David's testimony of God's provision and protection. Reflect in prayer on the Lord's activity in your life. Psalms 34, 1-10 A Psalm of David regarding the time he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech who sent him away. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak of His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. I prayed to the Lord and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who, took, those who looked to Him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed, and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. All the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Proverbs 9, 7, 8 Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. Huh. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. Huh. So don't bother correcting mockers. There you go. They will only hate you, but correct the wise, and they will love you. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll start our commentary. Boy, that last one is pretty cool because, um, you know, you got to understand when you're dealing, it's on you. You have to understand if you're dealing with a marker, mm-hmm. if you're dealing with a wicket, uh, and it says, don't bother correcting them. Mm. You know, a lot of Christians take it on themselves that, you know, this is this unjustice thing I have to stand up for. But, you know, it goes against this scripture. Yeah. You know, but now you can understand who are wise enough that they will love you. You know, and it's usually, um, you know, it, it, you, you can tell right away who hates you <laughs> and who... And who uh, and who likes you? You know, my experiences in AA, you know, I have corrected people to get into business and so get into the business of God's business by being a secretary. And, they, and to this day, they don't like me. And I and others, they they love me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Psalm 34. 
such a good psalm. I like it right here where it says, uh, those who look to him mm. for help will be radiant with joy. See that? Right. Uh, I was, you know, in my readings this morning, at one in the morning, I mm -hmm. found out that um, that our job, I was reading uh, the Johns on the Amplified, not that there's two different Amplifiers, there's one that's mm -hmm. classic, classic yeah. and then there's one the that's, uh, one, yeah. yeah, I was reading in the regular one, the regular one is, is a, it's, it's neat, but it, uh, what I got out of there is that uh, Jesus produced a fruit for us, and that fruit is peace, which mm. is a gift, and joy, which is our demonstration. Like, like we're supposed to force ourselves to act enthusiastic, and and our will will become enthusiastic. Now, <clears throat> that's our ticket to receive from God, to access joy, to access power, to access strength, to access wisdom. That's our job, joyfulness. As opposed to trying to be <coughs> holy mm. and uh, <clears throat> and not happy. Yeah, you know, it just reminds me of that song that we that Roncanoli that we've been listening to is because don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Don't you want to be a part of the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, and joy. Don't you want to be? A it's just such a good inviting. You know, it's just great to be able to rejoice and. Um, the peace of God and the joy of God. Amen. Now, the other word right here, uh, verse 10, it says, Those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Amen to that, Lord. Thank you. Now, ask I ask you, uh, there is provision here, uh, and but we have to have, find out how to look to Him for help. Amen. We'll Very good, yes. I pray to the Lord, and He answered me, and He freed me from all my fears. Whoa, yes. And I was reading last night that it said, ask and keep on asking. I said, now why does it say ask and keep on asking? And and I remember that in the Greek, there's four levels of asking. And and you say, you ask and you ask amiss, but you ask and keep. In other words, you got to ask properly. you got to ask again. And you got to make a hit while you're asking. You look to the Lord, ask Him properly, and you'll hit a, pay, a payload. Mm -hmm. You see, it's, it's really about skill. We were, you were reading about how skillful that other guy yeah, is. Master craftsman. And we know that that master craftsman that's inside of us is Jesus. Amen. And then yes. we know that Jesus knows how to pray. Wow. And, and we know that Jesus knows how to pray and get answers so that, you know, our joy can be full. Our job is to have honor for God and demonstrate his glory which is answers to, to perplexed questions here on the earth mm -hmm. and that's a big task but it can be done in Jesus and it's being done what do you think amen you know in the second part of that scripture those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy it says no shadow of shame will darken their faces so those who believe in the Lord will not be put to shame. It's just one time here, and it says it in a couple other places in the scripture. But not only will we be radiant with joy, we won't be put to shame, you know, as Christians. And it says right here, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh -huh. All the joys of those who take refuge in Him. And refuge is prayer. Mm. And refuge is looking unto the Lord. Fearing the Lord, you his godly people, 
so they'll have all they need. Yeah, I like that. It says, fear the Lord, you got it. Yeah, for all who fear him will have all they need. Now, fear is, don't be afraid of him. Fear is reverence of him, worship him. Rejoice in the work of Jesus, you know. Um, and then the first, amen, the first three verses, the four verses says that, let us get together, let us exalt his name, his greatness amen. come. Let us boast, let those who are helpless take heart. Let us come together and boast in the Lord and constantly speak of his praises. In other words, let's have a Bible study. Let's yeah. rejoice in the Lord and talk about his great things he's done to us. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me and he freed me from all my fears. And there everybody rejoices. Amen. Those who look to him will be helped with what? With radiant will be radiant with joy. No shadow or shame will darken their faces. And then he says, in my desperation, so you have to have a problem to have a promise. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. Amen. You know, you're sitting on top of the problem. Yeah, you have a problem, but there's always a promise in the word. He saved me from all my troubles. Amen. And on top of that, the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. All the joys of those who take refuge in him. Such a good song. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. How much? All. Even strong young lions, it's your own strength, sometimes go hungry. But those who surrender, trusting in the Lord, turning things over. Amen. Uh, trusting is figuring out how to trust the Lord. Turning things over. Lord, this is your life. These are your bills. This is your adventure. I give them to you. And then, you know, we take a breather. Mm-hmm. We will lack no good thing. Yeah. Amen. You've been blessed with a nice set of hair. I'm sorry. It's hair. wonderful. The glory of the Lord. The glory huh? of the Lord. Amen. Okay. Uh, oh, what do you think about this, this skillful man? Now, remember that this same spirit is inside of us. The Father is inside of us. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. And Jesus is inside of us. And, you know, I had a dream last night that I remember, as you were reading this, mm-hmm. that I, I went into a... Uh, it was like a thrift shop, you know. It had a lot of trinkets and they get a little fight of sands here and there. And then I noticed again buckles. Remember one time I had, I saw buckles of gold in one church, the Catholic church. I found yes. we were digging the foundation mm-hmm. and we found uh, somebody had given 18th century buckles of gold, uh-huh. and they, the Catholic church was didn't use them. Right. They buried their talents. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Buried the talents. And I was there. That's and a I, good point, right there. And I, and and the, and the two workers were with me. Didn't care if I film. I started filming my buckets with this, these. Uh, and then I said to myself, "Well, I better get rid of them, give them away for before the IRS comes, and taxes <laughs> it. You know, just get it. You know, and then actually give it into the kingdom of God." You know, I was thinking of Africa. But last night I had another dream where they had a bunch of buckles, but they've been hammered like uh, like spoons, you know. Mm. They were they were size about a hand, about the size of a small child's hand, a bunch mm. of buckles. Mm. And I started getting them, and they didn't have any price in them. I was looking at the guy, I was just putting them in my pocket. I said, I'll pay them later, five cents or something. Because, you know, everything was two cents, three cents, very inexpensive. Mm. And these didn't have prices on them. You know, they didn't value... 
mm. and they were made out of silver. Mm. You know, they were made out of silver. There's about at least six or seven of them um, stretched out in buckles of silver. Mm. Anyway, I got them in my pocket, honey. That's wonderful, love. That's um, yeah, you know, um, that's just everything, how the tabernacle was built was so precise, and everything has a, a purpose, um, from the measurements to the embroidery on the curtains to the colors that God gave them, you know, this beautiful plan for the tabernacle. And I like the way the people gave more than enough. Now overflow. See, they had so much, they said, stop. You know, you, you we pray that, 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 you know, the churches that are preaching the gospel, the true gospel, the right doctrine, have more than enough to take this gospel to around the world and beyond. You know, that people are going to be reached on the islands, you know, um, where they can't hear the gospel, that there's just going to be so much goodness coming from the people of God who've given to the church to advance the kingdom. So I really like how there wasn't any like, oh, do I have to pay my tithe? Do I do this? I'm going to keep this. It's This is this is for the work of the Lord, and it was easily given. It's just that kind of stood out for me. It's like, wow, there's no like, you know, it's just you know, it kind of reminds me, I got, to a, I got to a point where I had to tell Randy and Michelle, hey, we have enough already. You yeah, know? So yes, it was like. I, and I expect them to bring something today, but, I'm, you know, they're going to have. Yeah, they're a very kind couple, you know, they just really, during that time that you were here helping them, they Amen. sure did take care of you, and I we sure value that. We put a lot of seeds on them, I have Amen. to praise the Lord for the man's soul. Yeah. Industry, lose no time, always employing something useful, cut off all necessary actions. That's Benjamin Franklin's theme for today. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember, you know, the acacia wood is the strongest wood that, that there is. And they overlaid it with the gold, right? Is that what it says? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what else? So they brought their gifts freely and gave them freely to the Lord. Brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. You know, many of us even have gifts, you know, like these, the gifts of the, the builders and the craftsmen mm -hmm. and the people who sewed, all the women, you know, it, it's, you know, it says many brought their gifts freely and they gave them to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now, many of us are walking around with gifts inside of us that haven't even been tapped into. You know, yes, we see that what's going on on TV or whatever. And yes, we know people that are, you know, Pastor Fernando, Edna, Marty, you know, people that are using their gifts for God's kingdom and glory. Um, but, you know, many, many people are walking around that are Christians that have gifts that aren't being freely given to the Lord. It's everybody has a gift, whether, you know, you're a good mother, you're a good um garbage man you're a good you know uh amen and mentor you're, you're a good you know whatever it is that you're called to do you have a gift and and those gifts need to be stirred up and they need to amen um, to be given freely to the lord you know when you do something you do it unto the lord in remembrance of his mercy yes, that he's coming know, back he's good you with know, children or maybe in remembrance of that his his mercy Mm -hmm. That he's he's we're in love with him in memory yeah. of that we we work 
Beautiful. That's very well yeah. said. Yeah. Amen. Okay, let's talk about a little bit about uh, verse 50 in Matthew 27. What does that say? Yeah, um, it, you know, I like it says, Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. Okay, this is very important because he didn't, you know, he wasn't murdered, you know. He's the one that's fulfilling the scriptures to do the Father's will, to come and, and you know, forgive us of our sins. Um, but, you know, he is the one who released his spirit. Yeah, he voluntarily gave yeah, it out. He, he, volunteer, he was voluntarily fulfilling what, he's what told the Father's all, will was. And that's what he told us all along. Yeah. Was, I lay my life yeah. down. No one take it from me. Yeah. And the part where it says, At the moment the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Okay. The veil has been rent. We now have access to the Holy of Holies. You know, from all the stuff we just read about they were building the curtains and they put them together and the gold loops, all of that, you couldn't go in except the high priest. So, um, you know, that's amazing that we, we, we have that access now into, into God's throne, you know, to the throne of mercy to obtain grace for um, when we need it. Um, but I just like, as I was reading some of this other stuff, people are really cruel. You know, and it's the leading priests and the teachers of religious law that mocked him also in front of the other people. Like, you know, he saved others, but he can't save himself. So is he or not? Is he is he the king of Israel or not? You know, kind of thing. Um, let God. I mean, it's just to me that somebody's dying on the cross. They have no respect for life. And they're just, you know just mocking him so bad i mean you just see it all in here um i don't know people can be cruel sometimes and then um and then they were so concerned at the end there you know that they they remember he said i'm going to rise after three days and um see if they didn't believe his word, why did they go seal that thing? Why were they so afraid that they went to seal it? You know, he said resurrected. Resurrected means I'm going to come back to life. doesn't matter if the apostles go there and move the stone and take his body and say, see. No, he said he would be, you know, resurrected in three days. So I just thought that was strange that they were all, you know, concerned about that. And they called him a deceiver. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of history here and there, but you know the main thing is that his spirit is in us, and we cry, "Abba, Father." And nothing else matters is that we're we're singing his song now, telling others about him. Amen. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. He has resurrected. His resurrection. Amen, you know, a lot of, it's interesting that on the next day, the leading priests on the Sabbath, they worked, they went to Pilate when they were supposed to be in the synagogue and not doing any work, and they went to go complain on Jesus, mm -hmm. they violated the Sabbath, <laughs> and then they went to go see other thing, they also worked, 
the hypocrites. All right, making notes for uh, February the 13th. More notes. This is from the Recovery Bible. In Proverbs, we read, when you mock, when you correct the mocker, he will hate you. Remember, we read Proverbs, it says, so don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you, but correct the wise and they will love you. Well, when someone tries to help and correct us, we have a choice. We can either listen and learn, as the wise person does, because we know we're guilty for one, or we can get angry and rebel and deny, as the mocker does. To mock and hate those who are concerned for us is to deny that we have a problem. If we are wise, we will be honest enough to admit that we have a problem and we need help. This attitude enables, enables recovery. Mockers will reject good advice and be overtaken by their sins. In this and many of the Proverbs, Solomon contrasts good and evil people by the way they live and the consequences they suffer. This basic principle is repeated often. Moral living is good for us. One key to doing what is right is having an accurate self-concept. As we begin to see ourselves as God sees us, we see that we are loved and valued, and we will want to apply the principles of wisdom <clears throat> to our lives. And in addition, when we experience deliverance through God's power, it should be natural for us to praise Him, the Lord, and share the good news with others, our joy. If we care about other people who suffer as we did, we would be... We would be selfish not to tell how God has delivered us. Boasting about our God and the help he has given us is one kind of boasting that is good. This kind of godly boasting will not only encourage others in the recovery process, but it will also strengthen our faith in God. Now, amen. Now, there's a place we can put it, our boasting. God has done great and marvelous things for us. Great and marvelous things. Now, concerning Matthew, verse chapter 27, verses 32 to 66, let's see what the Recovery Bible has to say about that. I'm reading to you what the Recovery Bible says on the stuff we just read. 27. It says... Okay, uh, the narrative of Jesus' crucifixion and death records one act of brutal abuse after another. Jesus was beaten, ridiculed, tortured, and killed. Thus, he can understand the feelings of those who have been abused or oppressed. Jesus can also redeem oppressors or abusers who have come to faith, as did the Roman officer and other soldiers at the cross. Jesus' death and resurrection were intended to bring deliverance for everyone. Ooh, heavy stuff, huh? No wonder we have trouble with uh, God. It's just his mercy and his grace and his love. It just boggles the imagination, you know, that, you know, we... Let's go ahead and pray while we read excerpts about Exodus 35.10. Father God, we thank you so much, Lord God, for creating in our hearts 
your presence and your glory and your sense of justice. Forgive us, Lord, when we're not merciful. Forgive us when we're judgmental and harsh. Lord, give us wisdom beyond our ages that we may know how to answer those people you sent our way to correct, Lord. Help us to correct and judge properly, Lord, that we may distinguish between evil and good and ability to help others and the ones we're not to help, Lord, and not waste time with, Lord. Give us, Lord God, that privilege, Lord, to know the insight and be like Jesus did. He knew what their hearts were thinking, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we praise you and we thank you. Amen. Exodus 35 says, This free will offering was given by the Israelites to show their commitment to God. Many of the other sacrifices and offerings in the law of Moses were mandatory. They were required almost like paying taxes. The free will offering was completely voluntary and was to be used to finance and build a tabernacle. All the people joyfully gave and in so doing, selflessly served God and each other. Amen. People who are greatly gifted need to have a clear sense of their identity. Often such people can be described as either self-glorifying or self-depreciating. Neither is a healthy or accurate self-assessment, and neither is pleasing to God. There should be no sense of superiority or inferiority among God's people, since their heart must pound, should pound with love and gratitude. Since every member plays a unique and important role, 1 Corinthians 12, 12, 27. Amen. And with that, that concludes our, our notes from the Recovery Bible on today's reading. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up his counts and give you, establish you and give you peace today. Amen and amen. Go in peace, family.